0: things um, you know your your apps uh, whatever and then they have to do they just like do an update because they want to cram more stuff in in selections (laughs) or they think like let's redesign it and whatever and it just confuses you like yes the the first time my
1: thumb my thumb goes to hit something here and it's not here so I can't do it I can't find it
0: Yeah, like, one of the first times I think this happened to me and I had a moment of, like, like, oh, shit, like, this is what it's like to feel old is, like, one of the Instagram updates a few years ago where they changed the placement of the buttons for stories and posts Mm -hmm. and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. And I think even, like, like Chrissy Teigen, she wrote about how the way that they changed it, it discouraged her, well, allegedly, <laughs> like it discouraged her from posting Oops. because every time that she thought she was posting, it was taking her to like stories or to buy things. Yeah. And she's like, I never, like, I'm not trying to do that. I just want to like, like right, put, put a photo of like myself, my kids, my pots and my pans. <laughs> yeah.
1: That, and that, that's that. what stopped Chrissy Teigen, not the fact that she got added as being a bully on the internet. <laughs> She's trying
0: to mount the but comeback, though. though.
1: It was, it was, it was taking. Yeah, having that third child really, like, I cried over you, Chrissy Pegan, You made me look stupid. I cried when you got pregnant. You made me look stupid, but fuck you. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, but it was taking you the like Insta shop instead of like to your know, dams, like real, real slash in.
0: Yeah, and I never understood that. Oh, and, and also like how it just had um like like retailers available and it's like how do you how would you even know that i would be interested in these retailers sometimes it was accurate and sometimes it wasn't and like i don't know which social media app you feel knows you the best but for me it is instagram so when i start getting like suggested posts Um, I always feel like what am I doing in my life that makes Instagram think that I want to like see this content. So a few months ago, it was all like weddings. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. it was wedding dresses, bridesmaids, venues, cakes, menus, calligraphy, like flowers. And I was like, is this have trying to tell me something? And also it's like, it shouldn't be telling me <laughs> that it should. <laughs> it's like it should be like other people, and, and then it's Not like, me, or Not or, amazing. or or is it like? Um, am I getting this content because I'm because I'm best friends with Pam? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. it's because you're ring adjacent, and that's <laughs> what I'm about. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna call myself up now, and I am ring adjacent. But you know what? I think it's Instagram too. There is no app that knows when a man has treated me poorly. Like Instagram. When that out when that algorithm flips on you and all of a sudden your <laughs> your reels are just people lighting up men. I was like, hey, what happened here? Like I, I, after a while I was like, okay, you know what? I can't I can't listen to anything of this. Goodbye no that's like the thing and, that oh. and i honestly have to go and be like why am i seeing this get rid of this because like it it, it becomes so toxic like it's uh, I sort feel of like the first one i'm like yeah you're right he did change and then after about 10 minutes i was like enough but i think instagram i might have one day said the word tennis not searched anything about tennis Mm -hmm. and they were flooded by tennis rackets, tennis skirts, everything tennis and I was like wow you got me
0: yeah like that one where well, well see there was and the thing too with it Morgan is like it went from weddings suggesting like wedding content and then it became like fertility and, <laughs> and, I, and, like, and and like so and different rude. and different like like uh people's like you know pregnancy struggles and i was oh. like what the hell it's honestly it's so rude it's it's like
1: it's like time and it goes all right we're gonna hit her with this we're gonna give her a couple of months and then boom we're hitting her with the IVF we're hitting her with all this shit we're gonna hit her with the fucking cram crap please i don't need the world's best diaper bag Goes
0: like yourself. Yeah, so now I guess to like complete the cycle if it starts showing me like the yeah. di- divorce content It's like like I hit I hit, you know, I, I hit the cycle on that one, I guess That's because you're <laughs> <laughs> Sorry Pam <laughs> Shout out to you, anyone
1: who a good divorce lawyer, Pam got you covered <gasps> <gasps> Oh all right. So I finished work yesterday at the job I was doing for however many weeks. I really liked it. But my contract was whatever. Ended. And I, you know, thought I'd do it right really thorough handover and I typed out everything, gave me a full briefing of where I was at, what needed to be done in my region, blah, blah blah. As I was leaving, like I gave back my work stuff and she goes to me, I'm just gonna keep Your pass with me. I'm not gonna hand it back to reception because, like, we just might. I'm just gonna keep it in my drawer. I was like, "Bitch, you're playing games with me." Like, I feel like this was a breakup that wasn't a breakup, (laughs) and we're (laughs) on a break. (laughs) And I think, (laughs) I think that's odd, but it was kind of like this is not forever it's just for right now
0: mm-hmm. I, I think hmm. there, like uh, in that moment you're like there's a better like there could be a better way to communicate that i may that you want me back or that you know you want to re- renew my contract or draft a new contract instead of just sounding very creepy
1: <laughs> and being like i'm just gonna keep this in my drawer because we might need it again like Do you know how hard it is to print an ID card? Not hard. Yeah. Now you've you've filled my overthinking brain with, ooh, I'm going back there. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. And that's annoying. Don't do that to me.
0: Yeah. My brain does. I
1: can't can't turn that off. Like, motherfucker. So, who knows what's happening? My life's a roller coaster. Something funny will happen next.
0: Mm. Ooh, I wonder if I'll start getting like roller coaster suggested on Instagram <laughs> now.
1: Roller coaster tycoon heads mm. for Christmas games, and uh, no, I, there was a while where I was getting roller coaster content because I do love, I do love roller coaster. And if you watch one of those videos, you are spammed by them, and you get that like, front-facing view, rear-facing view, upside down. I love new roller
0: coaster. Oh, I saw one where so see, I I don't know cuz uh, I don't know what like like got this um uh on my on my timeline, but it was a guy he was doing the front facing view and he's he's uh, like uh he got thrown up on.
1: Ew, ew, ew. That's my fear. But it that wasn't like not death. Death isn't my fear. Chunks of vomit are my fear.
0: But it wasn't It wasn't a lot, but you did like, it. you know, like on a scale of zero to the exorcist, it was pretty mild because he just had like a little bit in his hair and maybe his shoulder. So it wasn't, you know, like a very disgusting situation, but it was something that was noticeable. And that's a
1: terrible place for it to happen because you can
0: smell it there. Like shoulder hit no
1: oh my god I, as soon as somebody vomits like I am I am that bitch that will vomit because you vomited like I can't stand the noise I can't stand this like it just yuck. the whole thing is gross yeah I, it just creates vomit train
0: yeah well, that's one of those times where I was uh, really questioning like what am I doing with my like I, I, like I'm on these apps too much of this is the, what I'm consuming but also um you know like people know that posting your your L's is much more gets you more eyes than posting your wins I, I guess depending on on who you are so that's like you know like uh the currency of the day is attention and it's like somebody putting like a thing like i got thrown up on on the theme park that's gonna get you eyeballs oh, i course. don't know
1: I'd, I'd, I'd post it. I'd be, I'd, i would want to die but i would post it <laughs> hey, yes are you on the
0: computer
1: oh, yeah i am
0: The Olympics? No, just Olympics. What is your favorite Olympic sport, Janet? Um, uh, winter or summer?
1: Oh, okay, that's such an American answer. Because oh, Australians we do not acknowledge winter Olympics. What are the winter Olympics? Um, <clears throat> summer Olympics.
0: <clears throat> oh, summer. Um, I enjoy uh, swimming, of course. Um. Yeah. I, like uh, because we love, a pool. we love a good pool day. Yeah. Um. Well, one of my favorites is during the diving competition. You know how they go and they sit in the, in like the the hot tub afterwards after their dives to I guess help help their help with the muscles like because they're hitting the water like super hard so just so like they don't tense up or you know whatever because they got to do those like in a competition how many times do they jump like five six times and of all of those jumps only so many make it or, or i count it towards their um them moving on but i that is like my my scene like when i see them right there just sitting there and then with like their their little like the wet, dry t- the wet dry with the wet dry towels it's just like oh i want that but i also but i don't want the pressure of competing or jumping off of something it's like i just want to sit there like it looks so much fun i've always wanted one of those towels. right okay so i'm <laughs> On the page and it's a specific games twenty twenty-three. And there's a guy with a bow and arrow.
1: Magical, goosebumps, poignant, sports fans, describe watching, iconic moments and Olympic games. Maybe look at that one. I, I, mind you, I have not read this article um, as yet, so I will read it. hmm uh, Oh, wow. Um, along with you. So this is by, uh, Maggie Hendricks. Mm-hmm. Chicago, Chicago-born, Maggie Hendricks, I don't know, she's born, whatever, she's from Chicago, Maggie Hendricks. Um, and I think she's a lovely lady. Yeah. So if you're listening along, feel free to head over to Olympics.com or like just Google Olympics Maggie Hendricks and go and have a little read of her article um, about um, iconic moments in the Olympic Games.
0: Yeah, what I see here is Kathy Freeman wins the women's 400 metre at Sydney 2000 is one of the most iconic moments, not only, f- not only notable for Olympic fam, but beyond sport too. Jack, I am the person quoted in this article. What? (gasps) One of the more than 100,000 fans lucky enough to bear witness to Freeman's moments was 13-year-old Morgan Ashley. Watching from the stands with her parents, the teenager realized she was part of something special even then. To have been there to witness a moment that remains culturally significant to the fabric of our nation is something I cherish, Ashley told Olympics.com, revealing the family had taken a 10-hour road trip from Melbourne to be in Sydney for the Olympics. Uh, Let's see. As a very proud Australian, as a 13-year-old sports fanatic with indigenous heritage, as a passionate little girl who idolized strong, resilient, badass women, I knew what it meant for me and how poignant of a moment in time it was that I experienced, Ashley said. Wow. I don't know who Tom Snyder is, but I don't care. I'm that's a, that's down the down next down. story. But, you're, but that is like the first things she writes about Kathy Freeman, and there are one, two, three, four paragraphs devoted to Morgan in this article. Well done. I don't know, like, I
1: don't know you guys, but I'm pretty much an Olympian now. This is my gold medal.
0: I made it. Ooh. I'm like no it, it, I'm like like we need to get you the little flower crown and I, yes, I would really
1: like I would really like a middle ceremony now but we can have it in the pool area I'll just be presented with a tiny towel
0: <laughs> a golden towel
1: I I had not read it because I was really nervous like to read it <laughs> So it feels like I really kind of ran along with you then. Because I saw the retweet, Sarah Spain retweeted the tweet from Maggie about people's Olympic stories or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, I went, to the, I went to the Olympics, whatever, I'll respond. So I sent her a DM and she wrote back pretty quickly. And I didn't at all expect that she would <laughs> write that much I just thought she would uh, use that as an example, like, you know, like a line here, like, oh, blah, blah, But no, um, as the centrepiece of the article, probably not what I expected. Pretty cool. And then wow. she was, like, encouraging me to, to write and tell stories, I tell stories well, so. Um, shout out to you, Maggie Hendricks.
0: You
1: are a nice woman, and... And supportive and encouraging, and you're a badass. So shout out to you!
0: Hell yeah, that's awesome! Ooh. So I go get any of too. <laughs> to
1: the Cubs, fan. Cubs fan like me. Ooh.
0: I love wait. It. So are so are you now that you're um, a full fledged Olympian? Are you going to be a part of the uh, opening ceremonies for either Paris or Los Angeles or possibly Brisbane? in 2032 um of
1: course why wouldn't i be like obviously i need to be there this like,
0: is your sidious credential
1: sidious <laughs> <40s>. <laughs> i'm gonna get olympic link tattoo i'm like i'm all about faster higher stronger that's what sidious lydia sportius means that's latin it's olympics if you know you know they hate me right now <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? I, I, I knew back in grade three there was a reason why they taught me that. And now I know it was for this moment in time so I could say it on a podcast where I pretended to be an athlete. Um, shit, this is cool. That's really cool. Um, okay. Yeah, so I would like to go to all the Olympics because I like Olympic Games. And, and I could be an Olympic correspondent. <laughs> Ooh. Well, yes, you, you are. I can cuz like cuz people wouldn't, you know, people wouldn't acknowledge I existed. But now I have experience. Um FIFA have to take take note, and I'm quoted on olympics.com. So, duh. <clears throat> In your face, FIFA.
0: <laughs> well, though, no, it's not just but you do have the bona fides cuz remember you were also at the um the, the AFL, the Grand Final, uh, the Women's World Cup c- coverage, which you also did, which was super entertaining. And you, like... I watched I watched 20 penalty kicks and I recorded them all. <laughs> like, I, I think those experiences when you get to document as, as a fan um, or, like, um, these monumental events and you get to see your honest reaction to it, it's a lot, I find it a lot better than just sending the regular, like people that have been to, this is my 10th Olympics or, you know, that they routinely cover it and maybe they don't, like it's lost the luster. It's just like, oh, it's a job. It's me having to, you know, leave my family for a month to go and do this thing and adjust to a time zone and whatever. Um, It's really it's really cool, especially when also as the fan, you're very much invested in that event because you there's probably a good chunk of people that covered the Women's World Cup where they had no interest in soccer or women's soccer or women's global soccer. And it's just like, I'm just here for the check.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, And it also became like kind of the place to be it was the sport to be seen at um, because, you know, the game grew exponentially this year over the World Cup. Like, there became, like, momentum, like here especially, not, not necessarily for you guys because um, of results-wise, w- but because, like, here it became like a steam train, so everyone wanted to get on board all of a sudden. Um, but I was there first. Because I was hanging out when no one was at the game in <laughs> the first time I went to Melbourne, but you know what? It was it was very fun. I would like to. I was to when I just going to name drop again. When I was talking to Maggie Hendricks, um, <laughs> <laughs> I I was talking about how I had written a bucket list, and it's a bucket list of like stadiums I want to visit, sports I want to see, teams I want to see. And how I wanted to maybe, like, create content around documenting, travelling around the world to go to such places and such things. Like, I, I cannot die until I've been to LSU. I, I need to see Mike the Tiger. I need to go to a game at LSU. I need to go to the Friendly Confines. Um, mm. Like, all of, the, all of the sports and teams that I'm so passionate about, I've never actually seen, like, I've not seen the Celtics. <laughs> I've, I've not seen the Cubs. I've not seen the Saints. I've not seen LSU. I've not seen Chelsea. I, and I love these teams. I haven't seen one of them play, so I need to start ticking off this bucket list of things to do. Like, I would, I would really love to go to Stamford Bridge, um, and lots of places. Around and I want to go to the Lim- more, more Olympics now. Sorry, and World Cup, that's going to be my thing to do so I'm going to take this bucket list and I'm going to start ticking things off I think
0: yeah, I, I can't think of like I think like those bucket list moments um I mean, I already went to a World Series just because it was here and it was uh, Game 6, so much hope and then Game 7, not so much hope but um yeah, I think, you know, it's, it's you know how, like, when the Super Bowl comes around, there's always, like, a story of, like, um, like, a, there's always someone that they've been to, like, so many consecutive Super Bowls, and they have all the ticket stubs and pins and stuff, and you're just like, that's so cool, like, this person really likes that sport that much that they're gonna show up even if their team doesn't make it, they're, you know, they're, win- they've been able to witness all of these Roman numeral, um, games going on. It's over 50, I believe. I'm, you know, they ne- they either need to make more Rocky so I can catch up, or they just need to just, you know, go to, like, standard numbers. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm an American. I didn't, I didn't... My, I'm limited in, in, in these things sometimes.
1: <laughs> let's, 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 just put it all out there, Jeanette. How high can you get to Roman
0: numerals? Uh, let's see, uh. Five X's is 50, but I think it changes to yeah, it changes L. Because, yeah. uh, cause, see, I remember the the best one that they did was the Miami one because it was live, L-I-V, so it fit perfectly with that nightclub they have there, which is 54.
1: 54, exactly
0: right. Cause, yeah. Because Jeff so, has an I V, and
1: I said that because he didn't have a V. Yeah. So, so uh,
0: yeah. Like, if you start yeah. ask if you start asking me like, what does this mean in Roman numerals? Some of them I might know, and then as the numbers get bigger, that's when I'll get like confused. Like, C is a hundred, yeah, I, I think that's as far as that. That's as far as I'll go. Like, I think there's one for five hundred and maybe a thousand, but I don't know what the letters are. M is something. Uh, M I think I think M is a thousand, just because yeah. of like copyrights or something i don't know but yeah
1: this is and m is like a millennium that happens every yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: what about the yeah. willemium yeah. millennium wow are <laughs> you are gonna... you <laughs> <laughs> no, I just got an alert. <laughs> that was not. That was not like. Oh, she made a good joke. No, or like, ah you stumbled <laughs> over your own words. No, that was just an alert. <laughs> That's just a. This old ass thing needs to uh, be updated. Professional broad pod. Blah, 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 blah. Very professional here.
1: Broadcasting <laughs> <laughs> here. We we
0: are dropouts. Of Still got school. broadcasted well you, you would think that we would have been able to finish the course even after our checks bounced. Like that has to be part of like that. That gets well, cut at some point. Lou,
1: that's because Lou robbed you. That's why your check bounced.
0: They don't accept payments from the Bank of Lou, the First National yeah, Bank of Lou. Lou. That was my mistake. Yeah. Lou robbed you
1: and he stole your son's money for his, for his food <laughs> at, at college.
0: Oh, man, damn. Yeah.
1: How you, oh, um, dear. So, um, everyone seems up in arms about the fact that shirts are expensive. Uh, I, who would have thought David Sanderson would make things
0: expensive? I, for one, am shocked. <laughs> yeah, like, how else are they gonna pay for the shitty salads, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, breakfast ain't free. Someone's gotta pay for it.
0: Uh, but, uh, I don't know, man. I, I, like, I don't. You know well,
1: shit costs shit. Inflation and blah, blah, blah. And if you want somebody to. Have things in place where they can say in 19 minutes this idea is now a shirt and you can buy it right now. You know what? There's a cost involved with that.
0: Yeah, and I like I don't know like what like caused them to disable the shirt, um, like the the merch store, uh, like earlier this year. If it was just you know whoever used to run that like like i don't know like if there was licensing issues or they weren't happy with you know the the, the quality of the of the products that were being sold or i i have no idea and it's a pretty competitive market. like i
1: know somebody who welds hats <laughs> yeah
0: and it's and it's so like uh, i remember when they initially like um started doing this when it was kind of close to the end of the ESPN days and those were pretty not good quality merch that they were selling and then they transferred to the other shop where the t-shirt quality was uh, a little bit better and so were the I don't know if like the hat quality was any different so like like you said if people want to buy the shirts they're going to buy them The show is offering right now a 15% discount on, they have a promo code, you can get 15% off. So, you know, that might offset some of the hesitancy people might feel, but as far as like what a, what a quote unquote custom show shirt should cost, I have no freaking idea. But then you like, But then you also have people that are like I don't know uh, that might be willing to pay the 20 like I'm not going to pay 29.99 a month for that HBO Sports tier like when you guys are putting out the same content for, for free on YouTube and DraftKings and I can actually go back to those things and watch it if when I want and like right now, HBO doesn't let you do that. I guess because it's a like I, I, for whatever reason. I was trying to find them the shows that they had done this week, and it just tells you like uh, the next time the show will be on is you know Monday at you know uh, nine nine a.m. Eastern or whatever. So you can't even on Max you can't go back and and watch whatever they have been doing on there. So it's like just go to YouTube.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I heard Mike say that this morning that there was no, like, VOD part, like, that you couldn't go back and watch it. If you missed it live, you'd be
0: Yeah.
1: And that just, like, very counter to what everything else is now, where, where you can go back and find everything. Um, but, you know what? I don't They're They're finding their feet. They're evolving. They're growing. They're, like, trying to move forward, right? So things are going to change. We're going to try new things. Some are going to hit. Some are going to miss. That's okay. The people that complain, like, bitches, you stood in a line for three hours to see a toenail. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> honestly, that, that would have been. If you, honestly, if that, that is my like my one thing. But these people that complain still stood in the line for three hours to see a toenail. You people are fucking demented. Shut up. Like, oh, you just complain because you want to complain, and you complain the lines three hours long. Don't stand in it. You're all weird.
0: Yeah, you know. Uh, I think it has changed where now it's more of like uh, being being angry at what the show does and trying to influence what they talk about or who they let on the mic or the the things that they talk about it's like if, if you know maybe you get to a point where you out, outgrow the, the content or you need to take a break from it or whatever it is and you know like you said part of it is is that is that they're growing and they're trying to give Somehow find equal air time for as much content as they put out It is really hard for them to give equal time to all the voices and thus why they all have kind of their own individual properties I would love much in the same way that we had off the looking glass Um, maybe something not as serious as that, but definitely Jessica and Lucy have really great chemistry. So for those two ladies and you know, Charlotte and, and Mina, and not just other women in sports media, you know, the, the, the guys can join too, or, you know, their friends as well that they have in the industry, you know, uh, Gojo or whomever come and join them and they can do either something very, give very you know serious opinions or just like tongue-in-cheek opinions of whatever they feel like um maybe you know now that the college season the college football season is almost over like I hope we don't get less of them coming together and it's also not just them like analyzing women's sports or or you know or trying to make it like a you know not just like advocating for women's sports but yeah. the the topics that they're that they're passionate about and they want to take 20 30 minutes to put something thoughtful, funny interesting on the platform
1: yeah, and you know what and and like they've always said they menu items it's not for everyone and that's okay. They're creating so much content right? there's so much they are making available to you if you don't like all of it that's okay i don't like mystery crate i don't need to hear some of the shit that they say so i don't listen to it it's easy
0: yeah and um also like like uh right now how we have people putting like their wrapped like their their numbers and whatnot and it's you know that also kind of is a juxtaposition to you want to complain about the show, but you're also posting like all your minutes and that it's your number one Uh or your number two podcast. And it's like, if you're so mad at it, like, why do you keep (laughs) listening? Why are you doing this to yourself? It's like, you're choosing to do this to yourself. You know? (laughs) Yes, this, 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 everything's a choice. You have a choice. You have
1: the freedom to go and listen to Colin Coward talk about Brock Purdy wearing his hat backwards. You can do that. You're like... You don't have to listen to the show anymore. Which I see Nick Wright retweet. And I, it's just perfect. Like, about how Nick Wright will never be as good at anything in life as Colin Coward is at his bit about backwards hats. And it's <laughs> so true. Like, it's so fucking brilliant. It, and, it, like, he called it cinema. And it, it is, like... The the fact he has a straight face when he goes through this backwards hat bit, and he sat there talking about how Jalen Hurts is CEO like, whilst wearing like a sweatshirt and a hat forwards, but Brock Purdy, you <laughs> Brock Purdy moves couches because he
0: wears his hat backwards, and he's <laughs> serious. But like, also that, it that's what he judges people on. <laughs> but also that shows from my limited knowledge of Collins backwards hat takes, he is an ally because he will go after the white quarterback in the backwards yes. hat. But he like I can't you know if CJ Stroud starts putting on a backwards baseball cap, oh my god. He's, he's yeah. gonna th- that 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 may test him. He might get you know so, a couple of raised eyebrows right there. But so far he's he's been in he's been an ally. So thank you <laughs> thank you Colin.
1: Where Colin was right. <laughs> Sorry, I I I know far too much about Colin Coward's <laughs> <laughs> because
0: we used to listen to it all the time and I fucking hated it. But the only part I liked was where Colin was wrong. No. <laughs> We we all need that sounder, you know, because I don't know about you, but I am very annoying when I am right, especially. No, I am (laughs) not. So if I had a sounder like that, you know, like how they have that commercial now, where here here in the here in the United States we have this commercial where. It's a like a review so they get to throw the red flag and they get to see like who was right and who was wrong about a situation So it could be about oh uh, you didn't pack like the kids lunch or you said something about this person It's like no I never said that or you know things like that and it just like resolves the argument That's what I would want it's just like a, a thing that I throw to announce that the sounder is coming and kind of like a whoopsie, a whoopsie like, daisy. No, a right see daisy, because I was right. <laughs> <But> <laughs> and it's like, I like
1: my of, where Morgan was right to come with like
0: fanfare and go, D-d-d-d! yeah, like golden helmet of life, but the golden
1: helmet of life, Except but- the golden helmet of right,
0: <laughs> the golden helmet of right.
1: Oh. <laughs> uh. and when you're wrong you just get the dog.
0: <coughs> no it, it no we don't hear anything when we're wrong that's it's just it's just funny. It, no when we're wrong it's just like the most subtle wind chime it's just it's just and or like it's the asterisk to the bottom of the article that, like or like it's, right. it, it's just like a car horn in the distance going off it's something that is so part of the day-to-day noise it's so subtle and nobody will pick up on it so it's only when you are right and it's you, wanna the victory. To yes, the you want to take a big yes it's when you want yeah because you get you get you're going to victory lap about being right so you have to let people far and wide know oh, damn, she's going to be annoying about being right. And it's just going to be like, sh- you know, like there's going to be, y- you'll get like an emergency alert on your phone of like noise levels or or, or lights or something. And it's like, oh, God, she's she's doing it again. Janetta Morgan is oh, doing no. it again. It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like tsunami warning. No, she'd be right warning. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, I... Uh,
1: like, there's nothing better than being right. I, like, especially, like, against odds, Like, so odds. Oh.
0: I was... I had such a really... It was hearing the fart noise from the Golden Bachelor this week. where it... it, it, it like, I'm just like, is that television history being made? Or, like, you know kind of going back to our you know can you
1: explain the golden bachelor to me i don't know what it is
0: okay so it's just the regular bachelor bachelorette series but now instead of it being you know up and coming thirsty instagram model type of people like people in their 20s and 30s now it's contestants that are in their 50s and 60s that are looking for a second chance at you know love because you know it's at an age you know like the way that they were advertising it's like they're having trouble finding someone to connect with or whatever and the whole selling point to the guy gary was that he's like this widower and he had spent all these years of not dating because he was just you know mourning his wife and whatever and then it turns out that it was just It was just smoke and mirrors. Oh. Ah. No. Yeah, because the guy ended up like dating his, co- dating a right. former co worker a month after his wife passed away, which is sus. And then oh. he, yeah, so it's like. Tell me he killed her. <laughs> Tell me he killed her. <laughs> no. <laughs> she wow. she gave like well i don't know maybe that's like the next thing that they're going to investigate you know how how people are but yeah the the jilted i don't even want to paint her as a jilted woman but his actual like first girlfriend or the first woman that he dated after his wife passed away she gave an interview to the hollywood reporter and she de- detailed what the relationship was like and you know he uh fat shamed her for an outfit that she was gonna wear to a wedding because she had gained weight living with him and he's like is that what you're wearing and she had some sort of an accident at his place and he was like yes wait a minute Hmm. Hmm. so now he's amongst all these women that are in their 50s and 60s that are kind where if you do have an accident it could be very bad for you so oh my god that could uh-huh. be like that yeah. could be his thing that could be yeah, like could his be like kink crack. oh my god it's like misery kind of He just oh, likes to f- tossing women <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah
0: if 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 you're like gary suggests like a flag football game And you've been telling them, hey, my, you know, I got a, you know, bad knees, I got a bad hip, I got a little rheumatism, a little bit of arthritis setting in, girl, that's when you gotta bounce. Yeah.
1: Out. Straight out. You know what, I found it really interesting, like, well, I I don't actually find it interesting, I'm it fucking depressing as hell. Um, I'm in a period of my life where I'm too old for one subsection of dating, and I'm too young for another subsection of dating. I'm in, like, just this black hole of men are married or in relationships, but they're interested in looking elsewhere. You know what? Let's look here. (laughs) Don't knock on my door. We have rooms available here. We have one room available, and you can—you have to be available to enter. You don't, you don't be knocking on this door if you're not. Like, I'm in that age range where people who I am encountering are not available. So, why am I encountering them in this way? Ugh. Intriguing.
0: Uh, no. If you're not happy
1: not. leave. Stop jerks.
0: Yeah, don't, yeah. Don't be like Gary and organize. You know, like we're gonna go skydiving, or you know, we're gonna do some, like some parkour, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a widow. He's all an like, he's, Don't be a Gary. he's all like, ooh, and heart medication, cha-ching. It's like, wait a minute, you have how many doctor's appointments this week? Yeah, I'm in love. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, knew, I knew it from the start, you were the one for me.
0: Oh, Gary, you're an asshole. Oh he must get so excited when he goes to the pharmacy and he sees like the crutches and the walk you know like the walker <laughs>
1: oh, oh, I love I love an ambulance lady <laughs> I,
0: I, um, as and, somebody here
1: owns their own crutches like I, I, Gary I might be Gary I don't know
0: every time, he, every time he hears an ambulance he's like that could be her <laughs> Who needs me? Ah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, imagine if she had a knee scooter.
0: Ooh,
1: <laughs> something about something about a man with a knee scooter picking up dog shit. <laughs> that <laughs> that I'm, I've just been imagining this in my head all week. Because <laughs> shout out to Jim, who was picking up dog shit on his knee scooter last week. <laughs> Oh, what a fucking mess of a human! Oh my gosh!
0: Oh, that 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 guy. I, you know, love him to death. But sometimes it's like it's like you only have one working leg. What are you doing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's telling me he was out there. I was like Jim. Sit the fuck down. (laughs) Like, go back inside. He's like, I was like, no, bro, you don't, you don't work as a human. You're not a functioning human. Go inside. (laughs) Like, you want to make this worse, dumb fuck. (laughs) He was gonna rip out the IV, and I'm like, brother, I can't help you here. Stop doing this. (sighs) Oh. He, see, he would—he's exactly the kind of person Gary wants.
0: <laughs> Gary's just trying to find his own gift. It's like, ooh like I'm saying, he just like sees all the accessories and it gets him so excited. It's Woo-hoo. like knee scooter, arm IV, mm-hmm. uh. ass foot. <laughs> uh it's. It, it's supposed he really to is get, a cat. He's it's supposed to get better. That's what we keep hearing. But it's um, we'll see. To get Are you talking about this incident or just him in general? Uh, both?
1: Let's cover all the bases. I, I, did, I did offer to come and be like a live in nurse, but I think he rejected that. Because he was outside picking up on the main scooter. I He's a hotness. He is a hot mess. Oh. Oh, my goodness. We're gonna go with the guy not competing. Oh if I why oh, he's so hot? The tongue and flag are out. Like no one's ever
0: looked that oiled up ever. Not even the Macho Man or Randy Savage.
1: <laughs>
0: Woo! No.
1: Oh, the Macho Man or Randy Savage. Oh, it was a big week for wrestling this week, didn't it? <laughs> Look, I don't know if you shown this. I'm a bit of a wrestling fan. That's how I know that Randy savage and the macho remember the same person. But CM Punk returned to WWE. <sighs> Tony Khan looks like an idiot.
0: He is I like
1: it. Tony Khan, is an idiot.
0: He, like I I know very I know very, very like just some of the things that have been brought up and sometimes, you know, like if it if it trends, I'll see it. To me it just seems like CM Punk has I, I I'm guessing may, like he's just working for the paycheck now cuz he just just gives off incredibly disgruntled and it's only going to be a matter of time before he messes up his opportunity with WWE again but I, this 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 was an opportunity for them like they
1: They benefited much more than than he did at the situation because. Hang on, backstory. They fired him on his wedding day. (laughs) Um, like he was never ever going back there. Blah 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 blah. Like no one, nobody saw this coming that he would go back there like this. It was and and wrestling is full of like, like Mike talked about dirt sheets and things like that. Like where where because things are scripted. Because things are, like, because things are planned, people know. When people know things get out, they're leaked. Mm-hmm. There's always leaks in wrestling. There was no leaks about this. Nobody knew about this. Like, this was so hush-hush that people in the industry don't know if the other wrestlers knew what was happening. Um, <clears throat> And be- especially because of the reaction by Seth Rollins when CM Punk did turn up. Because, like, he was swearing and it was on the TV, which they don't do. And
0: yeah. he was
1: doing the middle finger gestures in front of children and the are it, which they do not do. It's a family product. Blah, 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 blah. They know where their money's made.
0: Yeah. But, well, and, if, um, and if not that, like, it's just like, we don't get, we don't want to get fined for this broadcast. Yeah. You know, but or, these,
1: or, this is a huge moment. And, like, they, it was already a big night in that they had, like, other people returning, like Randy Orton returned that night. Um, so it was very funny for me, who has been out of WWE for a while, to then be interested in one night, and have Randy Orton be there, and Cody Rhodes be there, and CM Punk be there, because that was, like, the kind of era I liked the most. Like, when they were around before. So, um, but I noticed the night after, like, the big surprises was was a flop. So, I guess we'll watch and see. Um, but yeah, he he's the kind of character that he's um divisive, and, and like the people he works with don't like him. That's why he had to leave AEW, and that's why he left. Um, no, I don't know why he left WWE before because he had a fight with management. But um, the the fight, the problem with it at, at AEW wasn't about the talent, and then of course Tony Khan being scared for his life, which was the dumbest thing I've ever fucking heard.
0: Well. That's like, you know, just a, a lot of... Because, I, I you know, I think that was... They were trying to get that out of him, I think, the last time he was on the show. Because it's such an absurd thing to say. And, uh, you know, he was, like, tap dancing around the issue as best he could. But it's also your opportunity to put your version of events out there on a pretty huge platform. Because at that point a lot of it was... I don't know if you want to call it rumors or even, like, the, the people that saw it that they didn't want to put their names on it, so they were just, you know, sources or whatever. So that's your opportunity to s- set the record straight. But also knowing that they're... The, the, the flow of talent, it just, you know, they, they just, like, it just swings back and forth between the two, the two companies. That even cool. if the guy, you know... The the wrestler in question is like the biggest jerk and no one likes working for him and But he has a little bit of like fan You know lo- Loyal fans or whatever or you know that they can move the needle at some point and like uh, uh, You know by bringing them back or whatever like that's why they won't um, Just completely like close the door on them for whatever they do. It has to be something Really, really awful and incredibly recent for that to happen because you know Ric Flair like, is all oh, is gonna be well, yeah like you know like Ronda Rousey I think she's she, she's gonna she would always like have like a really warm welcome even in her inability to just sell you know to do promos and everything she just doesn't have it she's a great fighter obviously but she just does not have like the thing to be out there and deliver a promo she lacks that no, personality she, she, cannot, she, she cannot
1: do a shoot she can't sell no. anything like oh. she'll sell tickets people will come and watch her but she won't she can't sell a segment or anything like that but CM Punk does move the needle the pop when his music played was incredible and because it was a surprise and because but but CM Punk is the kind of wrestler that wrestling fans love He, like, he's very, like, he's very Chicago and, like, Chicago wrestling. He's very in that mold. Mm -hmm. And they love that. They love that kind of gritty, you know, against the...
0: Yeah, cause he's like, he his whole thing for a while wasn't it was like he was the anti-establishment dude. So he yeah, liked being like so he liked being like the rogue guy going up against management and the guys that were being, you know, that that management like, took like, an mom. interest in in trying to make them like the next guys, and he was just like, tur- like, you know, sh- turning his back on on the McMahon's or making their life hard. So something kind of like. Like kind of like Stone Cold but not as like you said with the Chicago attitude because Stone Cold had that but with very Texas you know and also it's a different era so back in the Stone Cold era you know the things that he would do like in his promos and stuff totally acceptable like I don't think CM Punk might do those types of things he might think it's not benefit you know for him to do so he'll Cause I know he's also like a great talker and he can be very thoughtful and smart about the things that he wants to say when mm-hmm. he puts mm-hmm. thought mm-hmm. into it, yeah. But yeah, yeah. He's, not a dumb,
1: he's not a dummy, he, he's but at the same time, which makes this whole um fight with Seth Rollins very interesting because I, I, I in my head, have him as that same kind of guy uh, in that same hole, oh, yeah. And, the, the people that CM Punk would have been fighting for was the Seth Rollins the, and Daniel Bryan and kind of those, you know, wrestlers, wrestlers. Um, yeah, but,
0: not not your, like, the, the, the smaller guys that get overlooked because the industry, especially like the McMahons, they always wanted a big, hulking guy yeah. to be the face of what they had going yeah. on. Triple like, H, Cena, tech- Bautista. The
1: the technical wrestlers that, you know, that know how to wrestle, not not just the seniors So, yeah, the, the cookie cutters. Yeah. Logo. Anyway, I saw a joke about Chris Benoit on the internet yesterday that made me laugh. And every time I see a Benoit joke, I feel like a fucking demon. <sighs> like, uh, I, that's when I'm absolutely sure that I'm going to hell every time I laugh at a Chris Benoit joke. So
0: for like if you guys haven't seen it but the uh, dark side of the ring on Chris Benoit is a uh, very it's very thoughtful. It does give you um a like um I wouldn't say like it like it it gives you another side to him and yes what you know how he chose to end his life and in, in the murder suicide is you know is, is 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 incredibly unforgivable um but when you when they go back and they trace what they believe led up to him and the things that he was going through it does remind you that he was this is a very, very dangerous game no well it just it just you know it's like just also the way that you know, it just shows him as like a person, and it's not just like a guy that killed him that killed his family and then killed himself. So it, it, it's, it, it's, it's it's very it's it's done very well.
1: Way. Yeah,
0: like I'm like
1: it, like, and I, as someone who's listened to like a, I listen to a lot of crime and sports podcasts, mm-hmm. it's amazing the amount of them that are wrestlers, and and the amount of stories that take the same route. Because these people suffer so heavily from things that they've experienced because of this, because of what they do and what they put themselves through, and what they put into their bodies, and what 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 that does to them, and it's very it's very icky.
0: Yeah, some of those episodes are incredibly well done as far as like. You know getting more story uh for from it and also like um you know you just learning more about those people and also like you said the struggles that they went through and why they were so susceptible to um addiction bad relationships you know all, all of the you know and also like you got like a lot of these guys and women they were like the it wrestlers performers of their territory or their time so even with having hundreds and thousands of people that love them and follow their every move and then being on top of the sport it was it's not enough to to fill whatever emptiness they had they had inside and to be able to enjoy it so Mm -hmm.
1: because because
0: that adoration
1: that you feel when you stand out in front of a crowd, or when, when, when somebody tells you they love you, or they feel that you know what—that doesn't last. It, it, it's not. You don't keep that feeling of being that high
0: mm-hmm.
1: when you go home and you're alone with your thoughts. And yeah. that's what—that's what's sad because at the end of the day, we all just get to go home and be alone with our thoughts and for some people that's a really difficult thing to do mm-hmm. just to be and just as someone who's struggling a lot with that at the moment um, and for no reason that it's really that bad but like it's sometimes it's just hard to be no matter what things are good in your life no matter what positives no matter if you're an olympian <laughs> like Sometimes it's just, you just feel lonely. <sighs>
0: um, hmm. I don't know if we should end here.
1: I I, actually, I did make a joke about him putting his kids in a cris- cripple crossface this week too, so I'm going to hell. Straight to hell. And, and I think Pam made a joke about that too, so she's coming. <laughs> But uh, also, I think there's She said there's a Netflix thing about wrestling, wrestling at the moment. That's really good. I'll check it out.
0: Oh yeah, and then um, I I want to see um uh, the uh, Iron Claw when it comes out in a couple weeks. I've got to finish Squid Game challenge first. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm I'm, I, I'm I'm watching the Squid Game challenge, and at the start I was like I was confused. I'm like, are they really dead? <laughs> What's going on? This <laughs> <It's> not real. <laughs> I was like, "Why are they pretend dead? <laughs> I'm not I'm not doing pretend dead."
0: Wait, so if yeah. they're pretend dead, they're just, do they have to hold their like <laughs> Do they have to like hold their breath, or it's like just stay like wherever you die? How like just yeah. like they just fall they, to they the ground? And, yeah,
1: like, like they get a fake like blood blood shot at them, so like the pellet hits their chest, and then they kind of like just fall to the ground <laughs> but like some of them sell it a lot than others.
0: That yeah that's what i was trying to get to it's like are are there some people that are like well since this is my literal last 15 seconds i gotta just like uh, die face up <laughs> what? so the Where's camera like, gets to me? like i'll just sit down here <laughs> let me sh- it's like oh, okay one last time oh like well,
1: and then they, they're like they they're like kick cut they're like Rhonda, sell it like when Holly Home kicked you in the head. She's like, that happened in Melbourne. Shout out to Melbourne. New <sighs> Mexico's own Holly Home. The things you know that steak sauce told you. Because she's <laughs> What? Oh why do I know that? Uh, yeah. Shout out to Steak Sauce, who's in Frankfurt.
0: Looking for Chris Cody, apparently. Who knew? He loves Chris Cody that much.
1: He was defending his honor last week, so he wouldn't be blurred out on that promo, and now he's in Frankfurt.
0: I guess we can wrap. No?
1: Yeah. Oh, I think that Juju had his own wake and take this week.
0: Right. I yesterday. So, yeah. we'll see um, I
1: don't think I realized it was like a voicemail thing and I was like, "No,
0: pasta." Yeah. I don't know like if that how that's going to be released, if that's going to be its own thing or if that's going to be under a mystery crate, but uh I oh, guess I,
1: so, I don't know. So I would, I would listen, and then I'll, I'll hang up and listen. Um, but, like, I, I, I called the number, and then when I realised it was, like, a voicemail and you leave your thing and you'd like to answer it, I was like, uh, no. I wanted to speak to Juju. I don't want to. because I I, I I hadn't planned out, like, because I'm not. i never prepared for things. So I've never written a note down or anything as to what I'm going to say ever. So I'm not – I don't do that. Um. So, like – I needed to have him there to kind of bounce off whatever lane I went down because I didn't have any idea what I was going to call him for. Perhaps, like, relationship advice. I don't know. I thought that would be funny. (laughs) Or or (laughs) also, like... To ask for relationship advice from Juju and then have...
0: He's going to tell you to, like, go and tell a guy that he has a booger in his nose. I don't think... I don't know how, like... See, because they they asked Mina, how would you take that, but, yeah, like, isn't that the question that we need to just, like, now ask? Like, 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 we would, is that what we have to ask guys? Like, if a woman told you that, would you realize it's a pickup line? And probably not. (laughs) And no, right. how would it how would it make you feel? Like would it would you just be like self conscious? Would you be like, Thank you for telling me and you do the, the quick check? Or would just be like um, just you wouldn't pay you would just be so startled by it that you wouldn't give that woman like a second look. <laughs> oh,
1: I don't know. They get them defensive <laughs> Or a man responds like
0: no. It's like, excuse me, sir. Do you know that it was Macho Man Randy Savage, not Macho Man or Randy Savage? <laughs> I don't know if you know this. Fun fact. I have, I have this other I I joke
1: for you Macho Man and Randy Savage walk into a bar. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You see my friend over there? Let me tell you what she said.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He thought that Macho Man and Randy Savage were competing for Miss Elizabeth's love, but they were the same person. Better than Miss Elizabeth. (laughs) Christ, <laughs> great you did you <laughs> do
0: I thought I was saying it pod, right. I'm called I'm staying hostile. the rock and Gwen Jensen. <laughs> Hunter Hearst Helmsley or Triple H.
1: Uh. <laughs> oh, well, this has been, it's been episode two of um, getting to know your body. We had penises and nipples. Next week,
0: <laughs> next week is not feet. No, we'll never get to feet. No. no,
1: no. This is the podcast called Two in the Seat, and you'll never see our feet. Yeah,
0: no. unless unless we decide to be like set up a Patreon, which I don't really know what that entails. Maybe we'll have to like loop. Um, beep into it. Wait, Got it. So we'll have Wait.
1: different, we'll have different tiers, and so there'll be like the pinky tier, like the,
0: the little to- little toe tier. <laughs> you only get to see that one. And then Gre- Greg Cody <laughs> toenail—that's gonna be the highest tier. Unless
1: unless you're Steve Arduini, and the the second biggest toe is the highest <laughs> tier because you're
0: fucked. Oh my god! Because
1: <laughs> your second toe a finger. <laughs>
0: Oh my goodness.
1: I oh, should have just seen you out doing these fucked toes.
0: <laughs> the end. Alright, thank you guys for listening. Bye. Remember, don't show feed for free on the internet. for free and mm-hmm. Sidious Olivia's 40th.